Welcome back, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, to another episode of your dark and chivalrous Montreal by night. I'm here, your dashing storyteller, Tyson Fraley, with the rogue hidden in darkness, Ethan Jonah. I am not prepared, or am I? The bard with the magical tongue, Brenton Edwards. Thank you very much for that introduction, Tyson. Good afternoon now. Guys, gals, non-binary pals, pleasure to be here. And finally, last but certainly not least, the pirate legend who only operates on two peg legs, yet somehow is able to steal the show <laughs> and all your money, Takeshi Fukushima. Ah, I... So, just before we started recording, I only just realized that uh, that the press conference had been during the day and Bouchard was out there with everyone. So now I'm kind of freaking out because what is this? What is this dude? Uh, well, I do. I do want to mention here it, the conf the press conference was happening inside. Okay. I thought it was outside. A little bit less terrifying. Still like still anxious though. Well, with that foreboding uh, realization upon us let us jump back into our recap last time on montreal by night the coterie awoke from their sleep after asher had a premonition about the seeing the city on fire as you guys awoke talison watched the news seeing a very disheartening and dangerous broadcast uh, mentioning that people were rioting in the streets, that the mayor was enacting some sort of martial law with the help of the familiar face of Alexandra Capaldi, the leader of what seems to be Operation Sunscorch, and last but certainly not least, that Monsieur Bouchard was right there giving some sort of dominant command towards the public. After Taliesin was temporarily assailed by this uh, domination, Asher was able to soothe his worries before they all realized that some of their vampiric nature was beginning to recede and to vanish. Most likely because of being inside of Point St. Charles, where True Faith is located for so long. The party then decided to call up some allies, as well as one figure calling them, as it appears to be Asher's sire calling to check in on him, as Nakano decided to go and check in with the three-staked gangrel. After questioning one of them, Nakano was able to determine that the gangrel had been misled by Esther, and potentially by Bouchard himself, into thinking that there was some sort of conspiracy going on in the vampire world, and that they were the agents of change. You successfully were able to convince them to join your side, and just as you guys were about to interact with Estelle Lavoie about what is going on, that is where we left off. So, as you guys await by the front door, you see the four members of the royal crew, Trixie, their leader, kind of standing off to the side, so we gonna do some sort of work here? Trixie, my dear, what do you know of uh, my 
current state of affairs? Mm, well, apparently you're uh, some sort of dark terrorist who cannibalizes people. And the entire world seems to be looking for you and your two friends who apparently do that too. And your one friend looks... Well, look, I think he looks fabulous, kind of motioning over to Nakano. But he kind of does look like if a corpse decided to come out of the ground and decided to, I don't know, start getting into monochrome. Like, I just... Look, look, Nakano, I love you. We just need to splash some more color on you, honey. It's just... it's You're just too... It's just too black and white, sweetie. All right. Well, um, you know, what the hell? Um, today is a day for uh, illumination. No. We may as well wait until Estelle comes in. Actually, fair. This conversation is going to be had a few times today. Ah, Estelle, Estelle's coming in? She's indeed, see. Ah, I love Estelle. She's a lovely lady. So, um... I propose, yes, you wait until Estelle arrives. There is a conversation that will be had um, about our nature, about the nature of what is going on in the city lately. And we can go from there. Which point you guys hear, oh, that's probably Miss Lavoie now. Um, Unless you guys called someone else. It's probably her unless she called someone else. Trixie, would you mind getting the door? course sweetie she walks over to the door as she opens it a little bit before she sorry you're gonna have to shuffle a little bit you know sunlight skin cancer that sort of thing they're very particular before you see lavoie just kind of shuffle inside just still in her like like business attire her hair has kind of been pulled back into like a swirl you can see that there's uh like more autumnal colors as she kind of steps inside and she is just staring daggers she is just entirely stone-faced as she just kind of steps in so you wanted a conversation i'm here please start speaking and we thank you very much for your uh, your arrival and your trust as well uh, please take a seat. I'll motion to the couch and I'll sort of sit down opposite. I would prefer to stand near the door. Thank you. There. Uh, shall we take this in the most blunt and honest way possible? Uh, n- no. <laughs> uh, Estelle, have you studied scripture? I have, yes. And when Cain killed his brother Abel, God cursed him the mark of cain Mm -hmm. and then he was sent off imagine for a moment that that curse was real all right not metaphorical not a parable then that curse was passed down assuming that that's where it originated all right so you so you mean death the curse that afflicted cain is not passed down through dying is not passed down through birth of of uh, children in the natural manner it is passed down much in the way of uh, of of uh, things these days uh, it is passed through a bite we're beating around the bush too much here okay Estelle I you can take this as a metaphor for now or 
regardless, Kane was potentially the first vampire. That sounds ridiculous, I know. Hypothetically, vampires exist and have been behind the scenes for thousands of years. Uh, and eventually some emigrated to North America. And some of them became rock stars, and some of them opened bookstores, and some of them drove cab. And for all the ones that tried to live their lives and not harm mortals, there are always some who prefer violence, who are so old that they lose touch with their humanity. I'm sorry, Asher. I understand what you're trying to say. You're just doing taking a far too long way to say it. There is no hypothetical, my dear. I'm gonna go grab a um, just I'll grab I'll grab I'll grab something from the kitchen, like uh, like a big like a big metal rolling pin from the kitchen, and then I'll just go. You immediately s- step up to the kitchen. As you go there, you see she just takes a step backwards, and as you come up with the with the rolling pin. You see she raises a hand to- Don't! Uh, Talison, please make a willpower roll. Please roll, Will. And that's four successes. As you see, she- She holds her hand up. There's this- Flare of blue light in her palm that she immediately just kind of looks down to as the entire room (laughs) erupts in this blue light as she's holding her hand out. As you can see, a symbol that is carved and emblazoned and burning in flame out of her palm. As you can see, that of what looks to be some sort of house of home. As she's holding her palm out, and you immediately have to block your eyes and immediately take a step back. As you are absolutely blinded and slightly terrified by this moment. Um, yeah. Ah, ah, good lord, I was going to show you something. I was going to hurt you. Ah! She closes her hand as the energy vanishes. But she's, what is going on? What is going on? We're going to take it the simplest way possible, treating like you're like an intelligent woman, and we're just showing you the most straightforward way to do it. We do not mean you any harm. Oh, that hurts so much. Get cut, so. Honestly, I don't know. This is my... <laughs> that really hurts. Oh, I can't so. Estelle, the three of us and many others are vampires. We survive by feeding off of blood, like you see in pop culture media, and we are repelled in some cases by faith, sunlight, uh, true faith. Uh, And we have been safe here in Point St. Charles from others of our kind because of your faith. I'm not going to do anything to you. I'll, I'm going to get down on one. Talson, Talson, I'm going to get Talson. down on one knee and just put my head down, and just say, "We mean you no harm. We called you here. We called you here because, in your generosity, uh, earlier a, a couple of days, perhaps a week ago, you did a service for us. You granted us shelter." We could not allow you to be caught up in whatever madness is going on right now. We wanted to make sure that you were safe. And we believed 
what we are doing now, explaining your nature, is a cardinal sin. We believe your life worth committing this cardinal sin. Uh, he's being quite dramatic about it, but yes, this would be considered quite a big no-no uh, in our community. Uh, and the other evening, when some individuals tried to throw uh, explosives at St. Columba House, uh, that was an attack on you specifically. Uh, because your presence here, which we prevented, but your presence in Point St. Charles uh, protects this space from our kind. If you require further proof, we can provide it. If you have questions about our culture or our existence, I can answer most of those, though these two are quite a bit older than me. Make a manipulation persuasion check. Six. Six successes. Okay. So you see she stands there, and as she's holding her hands up, you can see, like, the very faint symbol on her palms like continuing to glow slightly and it's at this point that you get a better perspective of what they are you can see that it looks like children's drawings of the actual house itself oh that's so cute oh my god i'm gonna die that's so cute as you see that she just kind of continues in that stance she's just kind of like looking to her hands like a little bit confused okay if you can prove it prove it um, who wants to go first? I, 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 I'll, I'll stay back for the moment, unless you want me to do otherwise. We all have retractable fangs? I, yeah, I'll just, there, I think there's a specific flaw that may, that makes them always out. So, proof number one, look at him. Uh, he doesn't actually have a, he doesn't actually have a skin condition, like I told you last time. Uh, there are different varieties of the, like, quote-unquote curse and uh one of the strains uh demonstrates in this way with like severe physical alteration uh number two i can and i extend my fangs with just like my hands fully up uh and then i retract them again and i say so that's like a survival mechanism nothing inherently threatening I am a person. I'm just like, technically, I'm just like an old man, I guess. Uh, I, I'm 104. So it just kind of motions the talisman. Well, then how old are you? I was born in, <sighs> how long ago was it now? And I sort of count on my fingers. I believe I would be 269. I was born in 1762. Nice. <laughs> Does she say nice? <laughs> and looking good for my age, right? <laughs> Points to Nakano. You know, after a while, the years start to blend together. Uh, I, w I was born in the Western tradition in the year 1847. She kind of turns to Trixie. How about you? And Trixie goes, oh, no, 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 sweetheart. No, that ain't me. Like, this whole fucking vibe, that just ain't me. Like, it, it's a little bit, like, too emo, if I really got to put it anyway. I would also, I would also like to point out, I believe Trixie is learning this information for the first time as well. Is that correct, Trixie? You kind of picked up some of it. Uh, Sweetums, I had some ideas, but 
I'll, I'll be honest. I've had a lot of boyfriends who are emotional vampires. You guys are far away from bad ones. Uh, but to answer your question, uh, Talison, yeah, you know, it's, it's just kind of the thing with uh, me and the sisters. We just kind of look after one another and, and Mr. Mr. Talison or Mr. Danny, whoever you want to call him. With, are, are you all sisters? No, no, no we're, we're like, sis, like we're sisters united. Like a sisterhood. Exactly. It's, it's, it's not like actual sisters because that would be just weird. Estelle, how are you doing? I have to admit I'm... This is a lot of information to take at once. Yes. However, if... If you... I think a good point to focus on is that you are a special person who, because of your faith in doing the right thing and helping people, you've protected this community... Uh, from those like us that are less human. Well, you see, you say those like us. I have found kindred to be much like man. There are some very, very good people among the community. And unfortunately, there are also some very, very bad people among the community. Just like those in power, the more you have, the more good or more bad you can do with it. Because we've been around you, Estelle, and within the area, it seems as though uh, being around you has had its benefits. Uh, Talison was able to cry, which is not something that we typically are able to do. I felt my heart beat for the first time since the Second World War, and the reason we called you is this. There is... Not a member of our community, but another vampire, another kindred. Hold on, let's not get it twisted. The reason we called you first and foremost is to make sure you are safe. Before you go to get to anywhere else, your name was mentioned in the news. You were done as a service. We wanted to make sure that no harm befell you. Because this man, he's mixed up. He's, he's this kindred, I should say. He's one of the bad ones. And we didn't want you getting hurt as a result of us. The reason we called, rather than just leaving you alone, is because your faith has granted us benefits that might be helpful in fighting this man, this Mr. Bouchard that you saw in the news. He is also a kindred, a vampire, but he is frighteningly powerful. He has the ability to control minds like a comic book or like a like a movie he can control he can control minds uh and does that through eye contact you are largely if not entirely immune due to your faith uh but the public the riots those are related to that form of control and we as kindred cannot go out in the daytime to try and stop it we have to wait until the evening which is why the, the curfew has been put in place to specifically combat us. However, I noticed earlier today, once I felt my heartbeat, I thought perhaps I should step into the sunlight. I was able to stand there for a moment before I began to burn, I guess. And my hope is, assuming you don't run screaming out of here, which I wouldn't blame you for, 
my hope is that you understand that we're trying to do the same thing as you and try to protect people and help people. And my hope is that if you give us some sort of blessing, we will be able to go out into the sunlight and get the jump on this guy, this monster. Asher, please make a manipulation plus persuasion check uh, with a plus one as Trixie beside Estelle says, sweetheart, you know, just as well as I do, we had our little meeting yesterday all of us together just having that sweet cold like tea that you offered us it reminded me so much of home i really appreciate that you did that for me like we're on a level you understand we, we understand each other and i wouldn't bring you here if i didn't feel it was safe with these folk i'll just put it out there just clear as day all right you're safe i'm furious that we went 12 episodes without trixie another six you see that estelle just kind of palms up you can see that drawing still in her palms before she closes them all right so i'm not entirely sure what i can do but perhaps we can figure out something let me just make something clear if you do anything i'll use whatever the fuck this was for sure it's just a manifestation of your faith you probably don't actually need to do that part for it to work i, I mean it was cool so I'll, I'll still do it but oh it was yeah it was tight as hell uh well to be brutally honest uh estelle this is the first time that something like this has happened to happened to me that i've encountered in my almost 300 years of on this planet where did the drawing come from like who's who's drawing did it who did the drawing? Well, there were some of the kids. We uh, we used one of the drawings for uh, our symbol. But uh, there's a few. We we hang them up in the halls. Oh, fair enough. I ask because we are part of that community. It's good to know what to wait for. I mean, we're we're part of the community so long as you will still have us. I mean, we are we are the worst kind of gentrification. I I understand that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and as she, as she go, like goes to kind of indicate to you, she does stop for a moment. Two things. One, did you drink anyone while you were on the premises? While you were staying at the house? No. No, 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 we didn't. No, we did not. You didn't, you, you didn't use any of that you got powers or anything like that? No, uh, we, were, we were unable to, I believe at the time but no we we did not all right well in which case the second thing you still want my help you do not drink anyone while you are at the house they are under my care and don't use any of the powers or i will know kind of raising her hand up again i'm not entirely sure how this works but you i will know estelle if you don't want us here we will just leave the it is only if you accept us into the community that we can be here look you haven't done anything abhorrent in my view 
And it hasn't been the first time that people have been in need of assistance, especially in the face of this city and its government. We are not one to stand aside from those who need help. May I use some of, uh, or may we use some of our abilities uh, to protect the house if it is in danger? By myself, for example, I'm possessed of uh, dizzying speed and grace. Asher bursts into laughter when he says that. On occasion, Kikatsu. Seriously, though, um, I have found in defending, those skills can be quite useful. I will consider it if it is to protect the house, then sure. But if I catch you doing it out, if you catch, if I catch you doing it, anything else, I will know. Uh, I can, I, I could inscribe, um, there are some particular runes that ward away supernatural entities. Uh, I could inscribe those on the premises as well. Well, based on the sounds of things, how about we talk about that sort of stuff after we figure out exactly what is going on with all of you? Oh, yes. I, the three of us will likely be dead by tomorrow. Hopefully, hopefully not, but uh, Asher is correct. We are under no illusions. It is an incredibly dangerous act we are undertaking. However, if you are able to help us somehow step out into the sunlight without harm, that would be an enormous boon. See, she stretches her arms out. See, she just kind of focuses on you guys. I do seem something. Um, it is going to take a lot of... It's not going to be easy. Over all of you, the... This thing. It's going to hurt. I can endure pain. We are, uh, we are durable. At which point you see from the back room what appear to be the three gangrel all kind of shuddering and shivering as they walk into the space as they're kind of beneath their breath just straining against something seemingly the presence of estelle in the room oh uh see this is uh, the effect of um this is what happens to other kindred when they are in the presence of two faith and have not been accepted into the community it inflicts pain, is like a sickness. For these three, I do not know if I have enough focus or energy to be able to do all of these things, to welcome them, and to be able to relieve you fully of whatever this is. I suppose you have a choice to make. I can relieve you of whatever curse you say that you have, or I can welcome them. Sorry, you say you really relieve us of our curses? It looks like there is an, a knot through you. I might be able to pull it and unravel it. I'm not entirely sure what it would do, but that is, that is what I see. Look, I would say, given the fact that 
we are the ones in the spotlight, not they. I think it would be more beneficial if we were be able to if we are able to move in the daylight. That means we could get the move on, the eyes would be on us and of the neighborhood. Could you untie that knot for one of us to see what happens? I am not entirely sure. This this knot that is within all of you it is quite large. I I do not know if I have the energy to be able to unravel it all entirely through all three of you. I might just have to unravel one or unravel each one a little bit. Look, it is up to you to whatever you wish to be done. I am not entirely sure what is going to happen. Maybe maybe another time for that one. I'm kind of curious. Our hesitation is that our abilities are tied to those curses. And... For us to succeed tonight, we will need those abilities. Try it on me. My abilities won't help us succeed tonight, but me being able to step outside might. You two, you are more capable in a fight than me. I'll sort of, I'll, I'll stare at you for a while before looking back at um, Estelle and just say, please don't kill him. I do not want to. I'll, I'll sort of look down and then shuffle over. Okay. At which point she holds her hand out as it emblazons the symbol across it. Are you ready? I am. Thank you for looking at us and seeing more than monsters. I have seen men that are monsters and monsters of men. I'll do a deep bow when he says that. As well. Indeed. Grazie mille. Alrighty. So, Asher. Asher, you're a human. You've got no powers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're just super you, you have no powers at all. You're just, you're just a dude. Make a willpower stamina check. I'm gonna blood surge. Uh, I'm gonna burn willpower. This this feels important. Uh, and that turns into five successes. In which case, you can choose three dots in any skill, attribute, discipline. You can choose three to reduce by one. You can reduce one by into all three. Or you can choose to take three points of aggravated damage. Your choice. I'm going to lose all three of my dots of subterfuge. As you feel her grip something deep inside of you, you feel this burning sensation as her hand passes through. As you feel this deep connection with your abilities, as you can feel a certain level of your your tongue begin to burn up slightly. As she's holding you in place, you stagger backwards as she lets go and you're standing there you don't notice anything uh i'm going to step outside do you all want to step away from the door i will uh why don't you try the window first baby steps (laughs) 
no more baby steps. Okay, that's off. All right, fine. Go on. And I'll step away from the door and sort of. And I'm, yeah, once they're once they're safely in the clear, I'm going to step into the light, ready to activate defy defy bane, uh, but hoping that I won't need to. Okay, you step out of the doorway into the light as you hold your body forward you look around you see the trees the grasses the fences you can see a dog running around playing fetch in the nearby park nothing's happening you're still feeling warmth against your skin the sunlight it is burning little stronger but it's still slower can i try and sense the unseen like see if i can just even activate the ability sense the unseen activates anything no but there is this sensation that you notice this there was a certain block in the back of your head that awareness of blood bonding that reserve just dies away as you feel like you can blood bond normally as you lose your clan bane whoa and i step back inside and i look at the other two no more lies no more hiding let's go see what bouchard has to say for himself cannot believe it. A kindred in the sunlight. I cannot believe it. I I think it works. We might have to wear, like, hoodies or something. Shall I do it on the two of you? Does it work? You guys want to pay the cost? Uh, yeah. Fuck it, I'll go for it. Alright. Uh, roll stamina plus willpower. Oh, fuck me, dead. Okay. One, two, three, five, seven successes. I got two crits. Okay. Uh, please choose either to take two aggravated damage or subtract two dots from any attribute, skill, or discipline. I will take the two points of aggravated damage. At which point, as you feel the clutch of, of something, she's ripping something from you, there's this burning holy light scarring up your chest as you can feel like there's this almost sensation that you're feeling like you're going to burst from the inside as she focuses then lets go you stumble backwards and catch yourself sorry at which point at which point as you look around you kind of look to the the space and strangely everything is a bit more beautiful it's it doesn't grieve you as much it doesn't annoy you the hard edges anything that feels faux pas or gross to look at you seem fine with it and you also lose your clan bane i will walk up to her and I'll just look at her, and I'll very slowly place a hand on her shoulder and say, 
I think you just put a little bit more beauty back in the world. Grazie mille, signore. And I'll sort of, I'll step back and wander outside and have a bit of a look around and test it out. Uh, you step outside and you're expecting the burn, but it doesn't come right away. You feel just the warmth on your skin, the beginnings of it. You do begin to feel it starts to get very hot after about 10 minutes. Oh. <laughs> oh, I have not kept the sun in 230 years. <laughs> oh. Oh. Kikato, I'm sweating. It's, it's like 13 degrees, 13 degrees and windy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'll come back outside and feel like I'll, I'll look at, at Asher in absolute amazement and Nakano also in just like this dumb strut childlike disbelief that that something that I could have thought that I thought was so far out of reach has, has come back again. Like Talison is giddy at, at the fact that he can go outside again. He can at, on, on some level rejoin society a little bit. Which point Estelle turns to Nakano. Shall I? While he's been watching his friends transform, Nakano has been smiling slightly at at their new gifts, but um, when Estelle turns to him, he sort of he sort of looks down at himself at, at, at his hands, and he's like 144 years this is who I have been I don't even know if Ryoichi Nagano exists at this point. I will say from my own experience, based on the Ryoichi that I have met, I think there's a lot in there. Based on what your friends have said, it seems that you have more of a story to tell. It is very kind of you to say, Miss Lavoie. You are right. After all, there is at least one chapter left of this. And I will step towards her. Which point she reaches out, grabs on. Uh, please make a stamina plus willpower check. Eight successes. Eight successes. You take no damage and you take no deductions. As Ryuichi transforms, what does he look like? You see a tall Japanese man. He's not quite as tall as he was as a Nosferatu, but he's still about six foot. Probably in his early 40s. Few lines in the face. He has this long sort of black salt and pepper hair that comes down to probably a little above his shoulders and he has sort of a sort of a nice goatee he is a decent decent looking older japanese guy you got hot 
You're the host. What happened? Good. Look in the mirror. I okay. I'm gonna go over to the mirror, and when I when I see myself, I'm just I'm I'm in shock. I'm just like touching my face because I can't believe this is real, and I just sort of look at myself for a while, trying to internalize that this has actually happened. What was Estelle's reaction to that one? She's like, hand up, still staring, just just eyes wide, like in shock herself. The, the only one who seems to like, like actually have any kind of real reaction uh, is Trixie. You can see she just has like a, what seems to be a glass of water and for some reason a metal straw. And she's like, well, would you look at that? Oh my god. And then just like very slowly <laughs> starts sipping from oh from the glass god. of water. Well, Mr. Nakano, who? Uh, and, and for Nakano, your clothes right now are very like kind of gone like um like older sibling clothes on like a kid where they've you've shrunk down a little bit. So your so your clothes are kind of flooding you a little bit. Oh my god, I <laughs> hand me downs. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> My my pants are suddenly. I have to like hold up my pants by like the belts to like keep them from falling. Yeah. Actually, hold hold on a minute. You said you're about six foot, right? Yeah, maybe a little under. As soon as I see um, uh, Nakano sort of swimming in these clothes, I'll sort of. Do you think we've got? And I'll sort of motion to um, Trixie, and I'm like, did you did you add fifty water? Uh, she doesn't even look to you, uh, Talison, and she's like, oh, sweetie, you better believe we brought the whole damn wardrobe. Oh, good. Come on. Help me, help me pick out an outfit for him. Come on. Yeah, we're going to go, we're going to go, like, <laughs> and just start like, pulling shit out of the, out of the, out of the cupboard, out of the, out of the suitcases, rather. This is, this is, uh, Talison's inner diva <laughs> coming out. Uh, while that's happening, I'm going to go back over to Estelle and just sort of take her by both shoulders. And I will. I, I give her a nod, but I would like to think that it is a very significant nod that says more than words could express, if you will allow that. She just kind of looks at you, and there's a moment of confusion before you think she gets it. She just kind of cocks ahead and just kind of nods with you and just like goes to about to like tap you on the shoulder and then just goes oh sorry i should not do that <clears throat> i clear my throat and i move away suddenly re- realizing how awkward i've made this interaction asher goes over and like pats nakano on the shoulder and just like mouths over at estelle just thank you estelle just nods um do you think that is enough should i reach deeper i think that for today this will this will suffice but there are many kindred who are um, turned against their will forced into this I would like to see that change uh, but there are many kindred that exist that uh, didn't choose to live inhumanly long lives that uh, maybe that curse could be lifted 
and they could just continue to live out their ordinary life thanks to you. She nods. Well, if you do encounter anyone like that, I will... I have to be honest, I'm going to have to test this more. I don't want to accidentally kill someone. Um... Uh, I can think of at least two, two young men that uh, spring to mind. Yes. See, I know Tyler. And Ryan. See, yes. Well, then you send them my way. H- hold on, hold on, and I'll, I'll, I'll sort of from across wherever, wherever the um, suitcases are. I'll sort of get up and, and wander back over again and just say, do you really think with this we can have peace? Maybe for a time and maybe in this city. <laughs> I haven't talked to my sire in decades. And today we chat and now I want to talk to her about this. Damn it. I always thought that we would need to reach peace through power, like it has been the way kindred and kind for centuries. I never thought that we could possibly have something like this. Based on what you're saying, I do not know if that changes much of the situation. The the number the number of uh, of kindred that have been turned as tools or. Um, uh, as playthings or as 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 soldiers anymore, um, and and Talson's starting to get emotional at this point. It's like, I I myself I was enslaved for twelve years, enslavement uh, enthralled, uh, before eventually being turned and kept as a as a a soldier, uh, all against my will. You can see Estelle just kind of reaches out, and you can see that she's a little hesitant. And you can see that little light glowing, but she focuses and it extinguishes as she just kind of touches your shoulder and you feel nothing. Just perhaps one step at a time, my friend. Let us let us focus on what is ahead of us. Uh, see, see, see. No, of course, of course. It's, it's just this, this, this was not possible ever. This is the first time that Sorry, I, I am what is known as the guardian of lost children. I didn't think some of this would ever be possible. Uh, forgive me if I am a little uh, overwhelmed. <sighs> see, see, yes, we, we have we have uh, tasks at hand. Talisa, Nakano, for the time being, for the time being, we will have to pretend that this transformation was accomplished through some form of blood sorcery using the heart. If Estelle's part in this becomes public knowledge with the current political climate, she and anyone else of true faith will be put in more danger rather than less. See, yes, of course, sorry, I was I was thinking if everything the optimist inside me uh came out thinking what would happen if we could possibly succeed uh, <laughs> probably getting a bit ahead of myself uh, as a matter of fact but uh, there it is um there is still time for that Dallison. but we must take this one step at a time 
see, yes. Um, all right. Um, Estelle, where do you think the safest place for Estelle is at the moment? Well, I, I will, I will say, I do not plan after this moment to leave the house. If there's chaos that you are saying, I do not know if I would trust leaving that space. It is good when you caught me. I thought I might speak with the police, but uh, that is obviously off the docket now. Grazie mille. Um, Asher, where were you summoning people again? Where, where was this vision? St. Joseph's Oratory, across from Mont Royal. Perhaps stay away from there this evening. It's maybe quite unsafe. Well, I, I was very curious based on what you were mentioning. You said that riots were happening throughout the city. Uh, yes, it was on the news. It was based on what? Uh, the riots were caused by a form of mind control. However, I am unsure if that control was able to take hold here in Point St. Charles, thanks to your faith. Well, that is exactly what I was... That was what I was wondering. It, I have nearly the entire community in the house as of the moment. People were scared and wanted to come, and we watched the program, and all of us kind of agreed it was a load of shit. See, the community is protected by your influence. Influence. You, you see, she just kind of thinks, so then... If that is the case and they were just around me, do you think that if you, I, I don't, I don't know how this would work, but if we were, if people were able to get here, they would be better or like, like you, like you said that the big bad, he had, he had just had to look at people to make them brainwashed. Not even look, uh, as in people that were watching the news or, or, or on the YouTubes. Or, or or whatever. Then perhaps we sh maybe I should get the community together and we make a video. And maybe if we post it, we can get everyone to calm down. You could certainly try. I think. Does Saint Columba has have computer access? Computers? Uh, somewhat, somewhat. Yes, yes, yes. We do. Uh, maybe. Maybe get a bunch of teenagers to just flag the video over and over again for inappropriate content until the website takes it down. I think that's how that works. Uh, I'd, I'd say, Asher, please make a... You can make it either intelligence technology or intelligence occult. Oh, really? Sick. You don't think YouTube falls under the occult? Get out of here. Uh, that's, that's, only, that's only four. You're, you're, you're kind of thinking, you have zero idea how this would work, how you could do this, but Estelle's true faith operates like a tower in Point St. Charles. Arguably, you could potentially figure out a way for her to become a tower for the entire city, which wouldn't entirely negate all dominance placed on anyone who had been interacting with uh, interacting with uh, Bouchard well for first off Estelle first off Estelle 
I think you should make that video to inspire the people of the city. Second, I think there will be an opening for mayor after after tonight. Uh, would love to see you running for that, but no pressure. That is a very okay show. It's my uh, my understanding of the situation is that you provide you provide low level blanket immunity to those under your protection. If we expand if we expand your protection such as an official office for example or with a viral video and expand your influence you are performing the same role but for a larger audience i am unsure if it would weaken the effect but it should prevent any sort of mass hysteria effects such as the current one i must warn you however if you're making a viral video and you're making yourself a, a, a figurehead for this protection to rally behind and, and resonate from, you may well be making yourself a target. Full disclosure. I, I have been a target in this city for a long time. Badass. I commend your bravery. Let's have the gangrel meet us elsewhere. Nakano, could you call your blood bank guy? I am in a bad situation. Ah, yes, of course. Does anyone not, have not a to phone? Freak you out, Estelle. I'll um pull out a burn off. <laughs> it has it has like a little a label from a label maker. It's just marked number twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, this is like every every case I've got throughout the city. There's like ten shitty little burner phones just sitting in there when. Ready to go. They're just everywhere. So, Nakano, you call Doug as you flick open the phone, dial the number. As you hear the, the phone answer, Ah, oh, hey there, Nakano. How, how's it going? Uh, it is going oddly. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of weird out here, too. Like, I'm driving around all over the place, and it's just a wild ride. You know, just kind of like whipping and weaving through places, like... You know, bing, bam, boom, trying to get to this hospital, then to this one, then, like, gotta get downtown, because they're doing blood transfusions, like, during the whole thing. It's just crazy. That is fascinating, Doug. Can you come down to St. Columba House? Uh, well, I could kind of dip down there when I'm nearby. It's going to be a little bit of a long trek, just because I gotta, like, downtown, then NDG, then going up to, you know, all over the place. Doug, Doug, Doug. Listen to me. It is of the utmost importance that you come to St. Columba House immediately. Make a manipulation persuasion check. That is four successes. Doug over the phone kind of goes, Oh, all right. uh, Yeah, you know what? For an old pal. Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. I'll uh, I'll pop on down in like the next like... Ah, you know what? For a friend, it's all chaos anyway, right? I can be down in like 10 minutes. Excellent, excellent. All right, see you soon. As you immediately just hear him lay on the horn and just like cars whipping and weaving around each other. Woo-wee! Ah, I hang up. Ah, what a good man, that Doug. Um, also as well, gentlemen, I think I should bring this out in the open. Um... The business with the heart. Um, 
something about using it uh, brought about a change in me. I don't feel hungry in the presence of mortals anymore. At least I haven't since I since the last night. Instead, I feel hungry in the presence of kindred. I mean, we don't have to deal with that right now. But you can go with Ryan to his uh, addiction counseling meetings after this is all done. Uh, I am sure there will be an opportunity this evening for you to feed. I don't think it is an addiction thing. I... It, it's it's not a um, I'm not I'm not uh, sitting there wanting to draw the power and essence out of every other kindred it is I don't I don't believe the mortals will be able to slake my thirst in the way that they did before I believe I have undergone in a permanent or semi-permanent transformation as a result. If that is a change that you dislike, perhaps Estelle could help you with it in the future. And I'll, I'll, I'll turn to Estelle and say, uh, Estelle, we have adapted as predators, and as a result, the, our, our uh, ability to feed from mortals, there is a couple of things that we have. Uh, tools. So, for example, when we uh, take a drink from a mortal, the experience for them is usually ecstasy. We can heal the small wounds left, uh, usually on the neck, in the act of feeding, and they are usually left groggy, cladded of memory, uh, so as to not draw attention to us and also not inflict uh, unnecessary trauma on the mortal being being fed upon. It, it makes us easier to slip into the shadows as and, and, and not create a terrible impact when living alongside mortals. This, something that has afflicted me, however, is I don't believe I can gather this nourishment from feeding on mortals anymore, which means then, however, I will not be able, I don't believe the same effects the ecstasy, the memory, the healing will come into effect. And there are far fewer vampires in Montreal than there are humans. I know I, I know how to feed humanely and not kill anybody by feeding on mortals. I don't know how to do it with the kindred. I am curious you say it's a heart? What what where is this heart? Please don't freak out. And I'll slowly pull it from my jacket and I'll say, this is a, I believe, a holy artifact. Fellow that had been manipulated into doing dark work by Mr. Bouchard. Yes, this this is his mummified heart, I guess. Uh, and Talison, as you're, as you're holding it out to her, you're watching the heart. You watch as the blackened section begins to expand slightly is 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 that all right is that how that works i'll sort of 
I'll move it. I'll move it away. As it moves away from her, you see it sh the heart shrivels back to its normal size. But as you move it closer, you see it begins to get bigger, and the black, dead, necrotic aspect of it begins to grow red, pinkish. Uh, you, you hear from behind you, you hear a voice. Uh, guys, I just want to check here. Is these three okay? As kind of motions over to the three gangrel who are now just like very hungrily looking towards Mixie, Dixie, and Barb. Uh, you three, gangrel. Sorry, you three, you three, what are your names? Uh, you can see the one in the center, the one that Nakana was initially talking to. You can see, um... My name's Dave. Other one look, looks over like this wild, frilly, like white and black hair that kind of comes down. Um, you can call me Sabrina. And then the third one, kind of shorter, individual, stockier, just kind of beard across the face. Uh, looks like a like an old, old, old dude. Like, uh, what is it? Gray hair off top and just this massive beard. Just <sighs> So I repeat that? None. One more time. <sighs> Riff. All right. Dave, Sabrina, and Riff. You can see Dave just kind of... Uh, don't worry about him. He He's transformed a lot, uh, you know, during various processes, different rituals, and he's kind of lost track of, like, talking normally versus talking like, you know, like a an animal. You three chill here i guess until the sun goes down do you guys know what esther's plans were moving forward were you guys supposed to meet up anywhere the initial plan um well was to hold you guys off and then after that she didn't tell us a whole lot but um something on morale where did esther live in her off time or where did she rest uh, mostly it was back on Montreal. That was, that's where our positions are laid up. For sure. But like, where was her, I feel like the word den is like derogatory. It, it was set up in the, like at the actual, like apex of the hill, like near that, like restaurant thing at the top. It's uh, around there. Uh, and what do you guys know about the cairn? I don't know. Riff or does you call him Riff, has been the lo the oldest of us and the longest here. Because Riff just kind of... Hey, <laughs> he said that uh, the Karn is a massive spiritual location, uh, the den and home of various uh, planar entities. Uh, the desecration of such is the... Uh, befouling of a thousand generations on and on uh, and tis the marking of the greatest sin of all unliving kind great so you guys are familiar with me right I know that my whole like shtick is pretty talked about y yeah yeah we're all we're all aware of you yeah they all just nod yeah so Assuming we survive, we're going to be reversing that and reconsecrating that space. You guys interested in helping out with that? Kind of righting some of our wrongdoing? You see, they all just kind of look to each other before Riff just 
very seriously steps forward. It's kind of like looking up towards you. At which point he said, uh, you see, uh, Dave just kind of, uh, he calls you a man of honor and that I'm, I'm sorry. What was that? Oh, right. Uh, he says that his vow shall be betrothed to uh, the will of peace to those of the of the knowledge of the Karn. Riff, Riff, I think that you're the new Gangrel leader. Mm. Translator, or, or or Sabrina, either one of you guys. Uh, yeah, you guys hang out here. Uh, we are meeting. Uh, uh, Talos, you want to give them a burner? Not that we don't trust you guys, but trust is in short supply. We will text you t- 10.45 where to meet for 11. Mm. Uh, you know what? You know what? You guys... No. You know what? You guys, uh, once it gets dark, head over to Esther's hideout. Look for anything she might have had about her plans with Bouchard and Ambrosia and then we will message you to meet up with us Riff just gives you a nod as as you guys are talking about this you hear again at the TV special news bulletin the two anchors back again as the uh, man looks uh, forwards in the TV thanks to you noble citizens here in Montreal we are happy to announce that a major ringleader in this terrorist move has been captured. The ringleader's name is known as Catherine Benoit. As her other associates were murdered in the skirmish as they attempted to attack the officers trying to apprehend her, she is now in custody. Information tracing seems to suggest that she is coming from uh, from some outside source originally seeming to be from Russia. There is perhaps a Russian probe uh, affiliation, uh, but that is waiting to be discussed and determined. Thank you so much for keeping your eyes on the news. We'll be back when there's more updates. No, no, no. Okay, cut. Okay, cut. I'm going to pull it. No! They're all dead! No! 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 Oh, Kekatsu, my mad, proud brethren. Where is she? She's with. with. we need to get her. I cannot be the only Toreador left in the city. Towson, you will not be. But we have no idea where she is being kept. Once once we find Bouchard, once we find all of them and deal with them, we will discover where she is being held and find her. And Talison will just collapse onto the floor in, in, in a heap, still breathing heavily in... in, in a mixture of, mixture of rage and sorrow. He's trembling, sobbing in a heap, and 
he will have his hands sort of into the floor and he'll ball them into fists so quickly that there's sort of a like a giant scrape mark left where where his finger was and he's just holding bits of wooden carpet and flooring we can walk in the sunlight we need to use this before you can hear from behind you uh dixie say i think i've got a mark on her 127th precinct they're heading there now armed caravan be ready for uh well it sounds like they're really well prepared so be careful do we want to go and do a jailbreak if you think that this is the best use of our time then i've got your back if nothing else Dallison, we have friends we can we can send another to break her out while we scout out the oratory look the way i see it she is in a caravan now and we can go in the daylight yes but shouldn't we have i mean it's like two in the afternoon uh no it's about 11 a.m oh my god we have so much time but but also remember you guys at this point haven't fully rested okay let's do it nakano all right let's break her out first let us head us let us head to saint columba house and meet with doug all right and as you guys head out the door heading towards saint columba house that is where we will leave it for tonight i i am so sorry to the audience that we haven't left this apartment <laughs> in two episodes oh my god oh my god there he, he's stepping into the sunlight. Maybe he'll go and do something. Oh, fuck. He's back inside again. Oh, no. Oh, beans. Oh, no. Not another phone call. Oh, no. Uh, with all that being the case, what do people want to plug this week? As per usual, I will plug October Jones and Fish with Legs, a family-friendly, all-ages narrative podcast about... A teenage girl and a magical fish with legs trying to save the world from a two-headed snake and also the powers of colonialism. You can check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, our website, octoberandfish.ca, and generally wherever good podcasts are to be found. Um, I'll once again plug, guys, get your vaccine. We just want to make sure that... uh... The world returns to some semblance of normality. No more cancelled Halloweens. And get plenty of rest as well. Uh, I'm just going to plug one or two books from my bookshelf. Uh, I'd like to plug Thomas King's The Back of the Turtle. It is awesome. And also Ursula K. Le Guin's uh, Americanized uh, Tao Te Ching. Because that is incredible and just fascinating hell yeah all right well uh thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode please check out the rest of our episodes on thebagofloot.com or on our youtube channel for three kings loot get all your board game news from thebagofloot.com and all of your board game needs from three kings once again thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time